Hello everyone and welcome back to Phase. Today is episode 18 and we're going to talk a little bit about travel today. Um, I brought in a friend of mine. Her name is Sarah. She um, has been to many different countries. She actually studied abroad in London for six months, which we'll talk about a little bit in this podcast. She's also done other adventures like with her sister and with her family. So um, kind of like with the episode we did with traveling, travel talk with Cecilia, uh, same questions, but you know, different stories. Um, everyone has their own travel stories, different experiences and what they've taken from it. So I'm able to sit down with someone else who's traveled a good amount, um, for how old she is. And, um, yeah, so we'll go ahead and get right into it. Hello, everyone, and this is Sarah Allen. I'll say hello, Sarah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about travel. So just like I did a couple episodes prior, was it a couple or a few? I don't know, maybe 10 episodes prior to this, I sat down with my friend Cecilia and talked about like her travel stories and all the places that she's been, some stories, what she's learned, all that stuff. So today, I'm talking about Sarah. Talk to Sarah about that. And I'm really excited because I know Sarah's traveled, but I haven't really sat down with her and listened to all her stories. And I don't know the extent of which she's traveled, so we'll be listening for the first time together. So, Sarah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, everyone. (laughs) I'm Sarah, obviously. I'm 25, and if it wasn't clear, I love to travel. It's like my favorite thing to do. Um, should I just jump right into like where I've gone or? So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you do? You're in grad school. Huh? Yeah, I'm in grad school for teaching. I, yeah, I don't know. What else? Um, what's your favorite color? <laughs> My favorite color is yellow. You got Starbucks. What do you order at Starbucks? What's your favorite Starbucks drink? Um, I get iced coffee with pumpkin yes. and yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's Starbucks or Dunkin'? Starbucks. All the way? Yeah. Do you ever get Dunkin'? Yes, I do like Dunkin', but I prefer Starbucks, even though it's more expensive. Yes, I will. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to ask her some questions, and I'll let her answer. And so the first question is, where have you traveled? So I ha- I studied abroad in 2016, and I went to London. And when I was there, I went to a bunch of different other countries in Europe, like France, Sweden, Netherlands, Belgium, Croatia, um, and Wales. I think that might be it. And then other than that, I've been to a bunch of different states in the U.S., like with my family. I'm probably like halfway through the states maybe. Mm-hmm. And then um, I went to Egypt last year. And I think that's mostly it. I've also gone to like Mexico and some like Caribbean islands and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that's pretty much it. Okay, so you listed a lot of places, and the one that stood out to me was Wales because mm. when we did our study, not study abroad, when we did our backpacking trip, mm. like we that Wales was on our spot, like um, was originally on our plan, but we skipped through it. Mm-hmm. We were going to go from Ireland to Wales to Amsterdam, Okay. but we didn't end up doing that, and I'm really excited to hear about Wales. How long were you there? 
in Wales? Yeah. I was only in Wales for like a weekend, like Friday okay. to Sunday. So through my study abroad, they offered a bunch of different like weekend excursions. Mm-hmm. And that was one of them. And it, it was pretty much like a planned weekend. It felt like summer camp almost, but like uh-huh. in a good way. Like okay. it was like, it was called like Wales Adventure Weekend or something. So like you knew what you were signing up for and a bunch of us did it. And we did like kayaking and like hiking and stuff like that and then like the most thrilling part was called like co-steering which was like basically jumping off of cliffs into water but they weren't that big like the highest one they allowed us was still not bad like I even did it and I'm not like the most (laughs) thrill-seeking person but it was fun it was just like freezing water so it made it like more intense Mm -hmm. and we had like these crazy like what are they called? Like wetsuits that like oh keep you warm, yeah. but at first it's like breezing. Mm-hmm. I've never worn a wetsuit. But yeah, that was yeah, that was the first time. But that was really fun, and like we all stayed in like a cabin type of thing with like mm-hmm. catered food, so it it was like just fun, and right. it was yeah. That sounds like luxury. So when yeah. I was researching Wales, I didn't see like any towns or anything is it like as rural as it seems yeah we didn't see like any civil life which was like kind of I like wish we had but it was cool just like our cabin and then we would drive like in a bus to get to like the Mm -hmm. water basically yeah and from that like we never saw anyone else or anything like a couple people were there like you know that you could tell we're locals or something just like at the water but we didn't see like any shops restaurants houses really anything Mm -hmm. Have you been to Ireland? Did you say no? Okay. No, I wish. So um, I'm gonna pull up a map here, mm-hmm. but um, Ireland. Yeah, I wanted to go there and like Scotland and stuff, but I didn't get around to either of those. Yeah, so Wales, as far as I remember, like Wales is kind of on the coast that's facing Ireland, right? Yeah, I it's think like so. it's. I know it's like Wales is. It's like the over here or up here oh we're looking at a map i feel like it's like wait what is the pink hold on it's getting bigger ireland's pink oh that's part of ireland that like pinker part okay yeah it's like i want to say it's like down here yeah yeah yeah. because i know because i know when i was in london it was like south and like west yeah yeah that coast so wales i forget what the town was it was some long name that i couldn't pronounce yeah for sure it's like so wales is on the west coast of england Mm -hmm. and dublin is on the east coast we didn't see the east coast of um dublin really Mm -hmm. but we definitely saw the west coast close of mohir which is over here Mm -hmm beautiful like the countryside beautiful i'm just wondering i want to go to wales sometimes just because i love nature and i think it would be amazing to see like all the countryside it sounds like you did love yeah outdoor stuff yeah 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 so and i never really met anyone that has been to wales yeah even if it was like for a weekend but yeah it was cool i wish i could go back and like have freedom though just like explore on my own yeah that was a big part of our like backpacking it's like we want to do what we want to do yeah right and in one of my hostel experiences like I met a guy who lived in Wales and I was like that's so sick so did he like no did he talk to you about anything about going out there not really I wish I asked him more but we were like kind of passing like he left the day I got there so but I I still like have him on social media now so oh that's cool yeah I can like see his life (laughs) where does he live now in Wales still yeah but he like travels all the time like 
people are so lucky i feel like people in europe that like to travel it's like literally their whole life yeah. like the people that i've met from europe that like traveling are wonder, always somewhere else it's really cool and i wonder how they get their income to do that <sighs> let me know if you find out <laughs> i just don't understand but where was your favorite place that you've traveled and why definitely croatia um i feel like i kind of knew that going into it though like because i like my dad's side of the family is Croatian Mm -hmm. so me and my sister like really wanted to go and make a trip and I just loved it like it was just really simple like we went to like six or seven different cities there and I loved every single one like everything's just accessible like walking everywhere we met really nice people there it's just beautiful and I just love it where is Croatia Croatia is like so like Italy, Croatia's like across the Adriatic from there. So it's oh, like, I see, yeah. yeah. Okay. So what language do they speak? Is it Croatian? Yeah. Croatian language. And mm-hmm. would you say what kind of like other culture would you compare it to? Um, well, I've never been to Italy, so this is probably not accurate, but I know like a lot of the food and just like I don't know, kind of like what I've seen of Italy and heard of Italy, like the way of life and like the way it, the way things look, like it's just very similar. Okay. Um, like they close shops at for lunch, like close down for lunch and stuff. Doesn't Italy do that or is that Spain? I don't know. I've never heard of that. You've never heard of that? Like, no. Those cultures, they'll, they'll shut down for lunch for like three hours and everyone goes home and eats with their family and goes back to work. I've never heard of that. What? That's kind of cool. I'm I also I also just want to say like, I don't know for sure if it's a lot like Italy. That's kind of just like my yeah, opinion. Yeah, well, I was wondering like, yeah. what kind of like popular culture could you compare it to? for us folk who haven't been there yeah I don't it's just hard like I will say going to Croatia from like being from the U.S. like there was not like a big culture shock or anything like language wise I think my sister and I had an issue in one city like Mm -hmm. one day and it was a small city so it kind of makes sense like town I guess but like people spoke English there like we're just like so lucky that we can go to so many countries and like not have an issue Mm -hmm. so we're really lucky I only had one problem when Mm -hmm. I went it was in France or Paris in our hostel like we um checked in and we went in our room ants everywhere oh wow and I was like oh god I cannot do that yeah it's calling me on the middle of the night so I went down until I told the front desk I was like we have ants in our room and they're like what like what's an they didn't know what I was saying so I literally had to google a picture and point and I was like in my room oh my god <laughs> that's the only like issue I had that's crazy yeah no like in in Croatia we had like one of our hostels in Dubrovnik was like a family-run hostel oh, which was so yeah. nice like it was adorable and it was a family with like mom dad and like two kids and they like sp- they all spoke English really well and like they would just like help us with everything and it was like just so nice to have that and like not to worry and like if we wanted help with like an excursion or like where to go to eat like they just like knew what to say and we didn't have to worry about like language at all so it was just like really lucky. That is really nice and yeah we're very lucky to know English. Yeah seriously. Very universal. Even yeah even like in Egypt like a lot of people spoke English for us like it was convenient Mm 
Um, so w- would you say that's your favorite culture? Or what would you say is your favorite culture that you've experienced? So that question's kind of hard, but I think like what I gathered when I was reflecting on this is like, I just loved the way of life when I was in London. Like I loved, I don't know if like that's the same thing as like culture necessarily, but just like the lifestyle they have there, it's like really fast paced, like public transportation and just everything being so accessible. I just loved that. I mean, as far as like communicating with locals, it wasn't the best compared to other countries just because since it's so fast paced, I feel like everybody kind of keeps to themselves. Okay. So that's the only thing about it that I... Because it's such a big place. Yeah, so... yeah, yeah. And it's just like, very again, like very fast paced and you don't like really communicate with strangers. Like that's mm-hmm. not like common. So that's like the one thing I don't love. But in general, like the culture that I've been in that I just like would want to live in, that's definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. But I think that's also because it's pretty similar to here. Like, it's not a big okay. culture shock. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what would you say is the biggest culture shock that you experienced? Definitely Egypt. Egypt? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cecilia. So, Sarah traveled to Egypt with Cecilia, so a lot of the stories will be the same with that. Yeah. That was interesting. <laughs> um, so, when you travel somewhere new and you're there for the first time, what is your favorite thing to do when you like get to a new place well I do like doing like a typical tour whether it's like a self-guided like walk around tour that's what I like too yeah yeah or even like I don't need to do like a guided tour but I will like I'm open to those because Mm -hmm. I know that people who give tours like have information to share and that's awesome but in general just like whenever I get somewhere and like put down my bag I just want to walk around And, like, I would say my favorite thing to look for is just, like, a cafe or a coffee shop, like, to have in mind. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, if I'm there multiple days, like, go there every day if it's good or even just, like, the one day. I don't know. I feel like that's something I look up in advance, like, for a city. Do you just, like, sit there and, like, people watch? Yeah, a little bit, definitely. Or just try and, like, new, new places, like, local places? Both. I mean, if I'm somewhere for a long time... I definitely want to like try different places, but I also love the idea of like finding one cafe and going there all the time Mm -hmm. because just like having that routine is really nice. Also, I just love coffee, so I need it every day. (laughs) Okay, so now on the subject of coffee, where did you have the best coffee? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm going to be honest. Coffee in Europe is not as good to me as it is here. I don't know if it's just because I'm used to it or... I don't, I don't know. A lot of places do it like they, it's like smaller, like and stronger. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like a couple like shots or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we had one hostel in Dubrovnik, the one I was just saying with the family, where they like had certain things they would provide. Like, you know, you have to pay for it. Like it would get added to your bill. But she would make us coffee every morning. And it was like a pot of coffee or espresso coffee. What do you mean? Like. Like you said, in Europe, like, a lot of places when you order a coffee, oh, they'll just give you, like, yeah, a no, espresso. Shot. Yeah, no, it was, like, a full, like, cup of coffee. Yeah. And it was just, like, I don't know if it was, like, a simple type of coffee to them, but, like, my sister and I were obsessed. Like, we got it every day, even though it probably wasn't cheap. And it was just so good. Like, we still talk about it to this day. We're like, the hey, coffee. remember that coffee from <laughs> Dubrovnik? <laughs> I wrote in so my good. journal about a coffee shop in Berlin who mm-hmm. made 
the best caramel macchiato I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. It was so good. But we got a lot of Starbucks. Yeah. I just got Starbucks. Yeah. We just knew yeah. that it was the quality. We knew what we were getting. Right. And I got Starbucks a lot in London because, like, I really, like, I'm obsessed with iced coffee. And that's, like, harder to find mm-hmm. for some reason. And Starbucks, like, they wouldn't even do iced coffee at Starbucks. They had, like, iced lattes. Okay. Like, okay. so it wasn't what I really wanted, but that was what I would do. And in other countries in Europe, like, finding iced coffee was, like, so rare. And it, whenever I did it, like, was never that good. So I just, like, stuck with oh, hot yeah. coffee for a while. We tried a – where were we? I think we were – it was also in Berlin. We tried a Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, my God. And it was – terrible it was the worst coffee i ever had it was it was complete water yes. with a lot of cream right it was disgusting so i thought duncan didn't exist in london like i had never seen one i was there for like months and had never seen one i think i tried looking it up i don't know and i saw one one day and i like told one of my friends i was like we have to go to duncan there's a duncan <laughs> and we went and i was like this is the worst thing i have ever had it was so watered down yeah and just like flavorless and ugh, i don't know it was disgusting didn't go back no <laughs> highly recommend not to be a duncan oh my god no in other countries yeah but... don't okay so what are some pros of traveling i think I'm biased. I think there's a ton. Yeah, there's definitely a ton. I think, like, one of the coolest things about traveling is, like, there's something for everyone. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like there's certain people who are like, I love to travel. Like, I have, like, travel fever. Like, people are just obsessed with it or they're not. But I honestly think every single human would like some form of travel. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be, like, oh, I went backpacking in Europe or, like, Southeast Asia. Like, you can just do something simple. Like if you want like a luxury resort or if you want to go backpacking or if you want to visit a friend, like there's a way to expand your horizons that's comfortable for you. Mm -hmm. Like, whereas like I'll, I'll go on like a backpacking weird trip and like one of my sisters just like wouldn't really prefer that. Like she'd rather have like a more comfortable place to stay and like secure and not room with a stranger. So it's like, you can really find anything. Yeah. So so you're saying pros is there's just endless amounts just depending on what type of travel you enjoy. Yeah, okay. and I'm saying that because I think traveling in general is really, like, eye-opening. And, like, I say that because I want everyone to, like, like traveling yeah. because yeah. I think it's so beneficial. So, like you said, one of your sisters is like, okay, I would rather be safe on a resort by myself. Well, my parents – Love them to death, but they were so afraid of me going backpacking yeah. and staying in hostels. And, like, I understand, but at the same time, I was like, oh, I'm going to be fine. But right, like, right. it's also terrifying that your daughter, who's seen, like, seven states in her whole life, is going to go across the bo- like across the sea to travel five different countries right. with one backpack and a boy and a boy and a very minimal bank account yeah i was like i'm fine but i understand i yeah i do get it yeah yeah and like i understand that the safety part of it because you know i was probably stupid Mm -hmm. dumb naive and just really lucky that nothing bad happened to me right um but that's how i feel too like but sometimes you have risk it's risk and reward type of thing yeah i mean there's certain signs you can look out for but like 
it's inevitable that little things will go wrong and that's like all a part of it anyway it's also a part of life right things go wrong every yeah, all the time everything is always wrong yeah <laughs> no, i'm just kidding murphy's law what can go wrong will go wrong right exactly so so what would you say the biggest cons of traveling are um or what people should look out for like or be aware of that that's bad or Whatever. I mean, I think it's just disappointing when, like, a trip isn't what you expected, or obviously if something does go wrong, that's a con, mm-hmm. but again, like, you can learn from what goes wrong, and that's, like, yeah. it ends up being a good thing, like, if you want it to be, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, like, a common con of traveling for people is money, oh, yeah. but I also think you can make it work, make it work or, like, I don't, it doesn't have to be expensive. Again, if you want that resort experience where you're in like a nice hotel, like sure, you might be dropping more money, but I, there's just so many ways you can do it affordably as long as you're comfortable. And I just think that's really cool to keep in mind. Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's just whether or not you prioritize that. So the biggest way you can save money, you and I know, hostels. Yeah. That's all we did, hostels, except for one Airbnb. And Airbnbs can be cheap as well, but yeah. you're entering a stranger's home. So. Mm-hmm it's much more risky Mm -hmm. is what I can say so I love hostels I I really do like huge advocate never had like a bad experience yeah it's fucking weird sharing rooms with old men right that smell bad yeah did you hear my Ireland story about the hostel uh yeah the onion guy yes yeah terrible I, I want I don't have to repeat it because it's a long story but yeah literally terrible do you have any stories from hostels like that well we just had one bad hostel experience and it was like this is the thing we were on hostel world which is a wonderful platform for it finding is. hostels I it love is. it no we use that too but we so for Croatia we booked like seven hostels in one day like I just went through typed in each town just booked one like you know a $12 a night type of thing And then we found one and I told my sister, I was like, this one has like worse reviews, but like, let's just do it. Like I wasn't thinking it was like a six out of 10, which like, is it doesn't sound that bad, but most of the ones on hostel world, you know, are like pretty good. Like you can get one that's like 9.5. So I booked it anyway. And we got there and we immediately knew, like we looked at each other and we were like, we have to get out. It was just really, really dirty. Like not, we're very low maintenance, but like it was bad. Yeah. And everyone was like smoking inside, oh, like God. in the in the bedroom, yeah. like. And uh, we just in the weren't... room that you're sharing. Yeah. With them? It was a room of like maybe eight people. Smoking. Yeah, and it was even a spacious room, and like still, it was. We both were like, no. We went back and we were like, is there any way we can? I, we kind of like told a white lie. It was definitely not a white lie. It was a real lie. <laughs> we told them like, we ended up booking a different hostel with some friends. Like, is there any way we can get a refund? And she was like, sorry, no. And we both were like, all right, well, I'm sorry. We're not staying. So see ya. And we like ran. We yeah, literally okay, ran so, out yeah. of there. Well, at that point, if you weren't comfortable, you know what? Just don't forget about the money. Just go. Exactly. Like we, we didn't, I mean, it was one of the longer, like we were supposed to be there for five days. So it was like, we probably lost like 60 bucks a person, but at that, right. At that point we were like, not even upset. We just went to like another, we went to like a cafe to get Wi-Fi and just like looked at new hostels and found one like an hour later. Yeah. And it was so much better. And it was like better location. It was really small. So we met a lot of people like all the time that's awesome yeah it was just really cute um 
So another thing with traveling, you you gotta budget those things in, like yeah. when things go wrong, because right. they will go wrong, right? And you have to keep that a part of your budget, right? Like say something got stolen, well. If you're backpacking, you have a single backpack. You don't have multiple of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. You have to buy that. Like, you lose your toothbrush or you lose some clothes. You got to buy more. Like, right. Brendan had to buy new shoes on the trip. Like, because yeah. he was like, I can't walk in these shoes. Mm-hmm. I have to get new shoes. So he had to buy a new pair of shoes. Like, you have to schedule, like, not schedule, um, like, uh, plan those things. In yeah. Because it's very important. Yeah, and stuff adds up that you don't think about. Like, also, just, like, as far as not knowing, like, if you get lost or something, it's so important to just, like, have money to, like, get an Uber or, yeah. like, hop on public transport if you don't have, like, a card or whatever. It's just, like, you have to think about stuff like that because it yeah. will happen. Yeah, like, or, like, your passport. You always got to carry yeah. your passport with you because right. if something happens and they're, like, oh, why are you, like, they're not actually really strict about that over there. It's, like, entering different countries, mm-hmm. like, at all because... We took a train to, like, three countries, and they didn't look at our passports for months. Oh, wow. It was weird. I was like, shouldn't we, like, be stopping and kind of, like, checking passports? Because, like, entering the U.S. was a mess. Mm-hmm. We, they are like, well, what did you bring back? Like, what's in your backpack? Why were you there for 30 days? Why did you travel five countries? And I was like, I don't know, bro. Like, I wanted to. Like, why so many questions? Yeah. But, that's definitely something you should be carrying with you, too, if you're backpacking. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, we, so from point A to point B in Croatia, we only took buses, which was actually really nice, but there was one um, particular route where we went through Bosnia for, like, a short amount of time, because mm-hmm. Croatia has, like, a weird, like, shape, and we, like, okay. had to drive through, and they had to do, like, passport control or whatever, uh-huh. and me being like super corny was like sweet we're gonna get like a stamp that says like bosnia but they never even looked in our passports so i was like that's lame but I know. we didn't stay there anyway though so it's not like i would have counted that i went there but i just thought it would be cool if like we actually got like a stamp for it or like they actually acknowledged that we were in there yeah i didn't i don't i look back i think i have like one stamp oh really yeah well the reason i have so many is because in croatia i have one for every single place which is well, not every place. Like, but like every city? No. L- well, let me clarify. When I was in London, we also, me and one of my friends did Croatia for a weekend, and we flew to two different airports there. So I have oh, those I two. And then when my sister and I went, we went to a third one. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is I have one page that has, like, three or four different places in Croatia yeah. just from all the flights. But, no, yeah, not from the buses. Yeah, we took trains through, like, um Okay. Amsterdam to Germany, Germany again, Germany, right. Paris. Yeah. It's all trained really fast. Okay. Yeah, when I yeah, that's cool. When I was in London, I think I did that like once. Like I did that underwater one to Paris. Really? How yeah. was that? It was so short and simple. Like it was it was it, I feel like it was like an hour. That's probably not accurate, but it felt so short. Really? And it was just like yeah. Wait, I didn't know they had an underwater train. Yeah, it's literally like it, it just goes to Paris? Yeah, to Paris from London. And obviously there's water there. Oh. Yeah, it's sick. We could have done called, a like, trip. It's called like the channel or something. I could Whoa, be wrong. I'm I wish look I that knew up. that. I wish I knew that because Let me make sure that. before people are like, no, that's not correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so my parents visited me in London 
Um, Yeah, they they had never been there and they came. Yeah, I think this is it. I don't know. It's a lot like, I don't know. But they came for my spring break and... um, Channel. Yeah, this is Channel. Yeah. So they came for my spring break and they wanted to do like London and Paris. So I went with them and my dad was like, oh yeah, there's like this, we got to take the channel. I was like, okay, sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Okay, so tell me your best travel story. Oh, wait, wait. I got ahead of myself there. I wanted to go back to hostels really quick and ask you about... Your showers experience. I this is so funny. I love okay, I love hostels. <laughs> <laughs> the I feel like a lot of the hostels I stayed at in Europe, the shower situation was very weird. Very weird. Like the first hostel we stayed at in Croatia was like basically just like a bathroom with like kind of like a tub but there's no curtain there's no like the water just comes out like I remember water just like getting all over the floor and like there's no way around it and Mm -hmm. it it just felt kind of like weird we had one hostel that was just a giant room like a big square and just a shower like the whole room was just like a shower and like there was a sink in there yeah there were just weird situations where like I feel like you can't control where the water goes if that makes sense like having the tub and the curtain like how we have here is so like contained yeah and private yeah like we did not have that there were a couple like I was in one hostel where there were like a ton of people it was like a big like party hostel and there were actually like stalls with curtains which was more normal it felt like camping or something Uh but I feel like a lot of the individual bathrooms that looked nicer were just like different like harder to navigate and mm-hmm. it was just weird like not having a door or a curtain for the shower yeah and it's like you weren't worried about someone coming in because it was a single room so it would lock uh-huh. but it was just like messy I don't yeah, know messy I had different experiences like with each place so I had one where I had to keep turning the faucet back on because it would, oh my god I would shower 10 seconds water turn off mm-hmm. and then it would go cold again yeah and 10 seconds water go off and I was like this is terrible I'm only showering once for the next five days like yeah. I was like I'm not doing this and then another one I had a um, motion sensor light oh my god so I would have to literally every 15 seconds I would have to stick my arm out and wave my hand and close the curtain again oh my god and then another one was like not clean and I had nowhere to put all my stuff so I had to put it on the floor and like you said it was no contained water so like all my shirts and stuff got soaked oh my gosh it's mess over there. Showers are like, they're very different. Very, very different. Yeah. I feel like if we were in a hostel and it looked like a good shower, we were like, oh my gosh, we've made it. <laughs> Thank God. We have found the holy grail. Yeah, because they were rough. Yeah. All right. So we'll have to get into your best travel story. Okay. All right. So tell me your best travel story. Well... I think one of the most interesting stories, like something that I think is really funny and that I tell people a lot is when I was in Egypt, I was with two other people, Cecilia, obviously, Mm -hmm. and her brother, and we like barely saw any tourists. Like we saw a few when we were at the pyramids, but most of the time, like we saw no one else that looked like, you know, they were from America or Mm -hmm. anything. 
and definitely the locals like caught on and like would just kind of notice us and there was one day where a bunch of people like maybe 15 to 20 people like were lining up to like take pictures with us like one guy was like the first brave guy to be like picture picture and we were like okay and then like I guess more people saw him do it so then they'd come up and like people were like taking selfies with us like when I was in the Egyptian museum like a woman was like picture and I thought she meant like would you take a picture of me and my daughter so I was like sure and I like went to take her phone and she was like no 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 like with you and I was like oh so I just like smiled <laughs> next to her and she like took a selfie I was like okay famous yeah that's amazing you're probably like it was so funny me, I'm famous. like I feel like some people would be super uncomfortable and like I'm not saying I was like thriving or anything yeah. like I thought it was weird but I like thought it was so funny yeah that's funny and I looked into it later like I'm on this Facebook page of like a bunch of like travel people and everyone just shares stories and someone said something similar like similar like have you ever been in another country and people like want to take a picture with you and I was like oh my god like that's happened to a bunch of other people and people were commenting and they were like that's very common for like pickpocketing like people to like take a picture with you and then like try to steal from you and I like talked with Cecilia and her brother and like none of us like thought of that none of us like had anything stolen so like we were lucky but I think that's kind of common Wow, okay, so pickpocketing? Yeah. Um, when we were in Paris by the Eiffel Tower, they were like, they were like, um, do not talk to any girls that are trying to make you sign a petition. Yes, and I saw so many. If yeah. I were not in Paris with my mom and dad, I think I would have felt unsafe. Like, I know a couple people who went, like, two of my friends went together, only them, and they were like, honestly, Paris was beautiful, but, like, never again. Like, they just, like, didn't feel comfortable. There was a lot going on around the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Like, we saw, we went to go to the bathroom before we got on the train and, uh, or the metro or whatever, and we saw, like, this huge fight, mm -hmm. like, break out and, like, breaking windows and yeah. we were, like, and we were in awe. We were, like, a, like, a, I don't know what the word is, stunned, I guess. We were, mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh. And it was, like, children were involved and. It was crazy, but, and then it was just, yeah. Yeah. Pickpocketing is a big thing. And that's why we like to do the walking tours, like, the first day we get there, because they'll give us pointers, to like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Yeah. Go here, go here, go here. Right. And try this place out down the street. And I was like, perfect, thank you. Yeah. And they give you good tips. Yeah, I agree. Like, like, we had a tour guide in Egypt, actually, for the pyramids, and on day one, she told us, like, you know, if you want to stand up on one of the, like, the big rocks by the pyramids to take a picture, like, there's going to be, like, a security guy there, and, like, you should really tip him, and we were like, all right, and she was like, he will ask, and it'll catch you off guard, so I'm warning you now, like, that's what you should do, because since you're a tourist, he's going to try to, like, get money, and it was just, like, nice that she warned us of that, because... You I don't have know. No idea. Yeah, like, and it would have made us look really disrespectful because, like, I wouldn't think to stand up on that. I have to pay someone, yeah. but she was like, "You basically have to, or it's disrespectful." And we were like, "Thank you for telling us." Like, yeah, I like, appreciate that. Because if we'd gone alone, we would have just like done stupid things that we should have not done. Yeah. Um, do you have any like sto other stories like that? Like what? Um, like where you didn't know about something. And, like, the whole pickpocketing thing. 
Um, I don't know. I'd have to think. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm sure I do though. Yeah, it'll probably come up. I mean, I, yeah. I can't be put on spot. Right. No. Yeah. Like I, I'm sure I have something, but I don't know. Um. So, what's your worst travel story? Um. Well. Sorry, there's a plane in the background. <laughs> We're traveling. Very, it's right very now. fitting. Yeah. Um. I guess. Well, for starters, like in Egypt, a lot of things went wrong, but again, like we made the most of it. So it was fine. Like we didn't lose too much money or anything. We just like one tour didn't show up. So that was a bummer. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like that happens all the time. So that's like a pretty simple answer. But when I was in Paris, I was like, it was like the one week my parents were with me and I was sick. I like could not talk because my voice was gone. I had these weird like stomach sharp pains to this day. I don't know why that happened. Like I was just, my stomach hurt constantly and it was like hard to eat. And I don't know. And um, it was just like while they were visiting. So it was kind of a bummer because I would always want to like go back and lay down. And also in Paris, there were just like, Paris was kind of like dead when we were there. Like it was just like not what I expected. And when we were at the palace, um, uh what is it called Versailles yeah yeah yeah. when we were at the palace of Versailles um like the fire alarm went off and like everyone had to evacuate and it was just like little things like that and I don't know I guess like things you can't control yeah and like being sick was just a bummer because like I really when I think back on Paris like I remember just like feeling really crappy yeah and yeah I don't know so yeah things you can't control that sucks yeah you're excited for something and then it doesn't turn out how you right. want to. Right. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. Also, like when I was in Mexico this past year, like I was with maybe twelve family members and four of us were sick at one point. Like it's just the worst when that happens because then it's like Like with a virus or like with food poisoning? Or- I think it was everyone was different. Like I think two of them, it was definitely food poisoning. They were sick on the same day and it was all day. And it's just, it just sucks. Like obviously for them, cause they can't go anywhere, but also us, like we know that they're like laying in bed while we're like hanging out at the pool. And like, I don't know, it's just such a bummer when that happens. Like yeah. no one likes being sick at home, but like if you're away for four days, you don't want to like miss Get out. Sick. Yeah, that's terrible. That really sucks. Yeah. So again, it's just like, you can't control that, but it's going to come up. Yeah. You just can't avoid it. Mm-hmm. All right, so next question is, how do you think, um, how can how can one person, like, benefit from, from traveling to all these different countries? I think it just opens your mind, like, whether you realize it or not, there's just so many things you can see that are not, like, where you live, and mm-hmm. there's people you can see that you will not meet where you live, yeah. and just, like, ways of life, and... I don't know. I think the more places you go and the more like different types of lifestyle you see, it just like reminds you of like how small we are, which mm-hmm. I think is like a good thing to feel. Like I feel like people think it's like not good to feel small cuz like yeah, everyone's important, but it's just it's just cool knowing like how big the world is and like it's insane. There's so much outside of your town. Like I can't imagine like never leaving Maryland. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would actually, like, close my mind over time, like, slowly. 
and people that don't travel, like I'm not faulting those people, but I think they just like don't have the same worldview. No. Like there's no way you can actually have the capacity to understand like how much there is and just like how much you can learn and see. And it's just really cool. I think one of the biggest ways that you figure out how big the world is is how fucking long it takes you to get there yeah because you're like oh my god like will i ever get there that is so true so like you know how sometimes you see those like posts on facebook that are like here's like 10 different options like what do you want and it's like wishes and one's like a million dollars one's like unlimited coffee one is like instantly travel to anywhere and people are like oh i would pick that because then you could travel but i'm like i wouldn't want to teleport because I feel like that takes away from like actually experiencing the travel. Yeah. Like I actually love airplanes and buses and train. Like I love traveling. I've loved airports and hotels like since I was like three. Yeah. When I was little, I called hotels home tells. Like I thought that's what they were Aww. called. Cause I was like, it's your temporary home. Like yeah. I loved it. So like- I love staying in hotels. I do too. And like as much as I would want to just instantly travel somewhere, like that would be great. It's like, it takes away a lot of what I like about it yeah and again like you don't like you don't realize like how far you've gone like going to Egypt took like 24 hours with layovers and everything combined and like if I just snapped my fingers and showed up in Egypt I'd be like all right like okay well, here I am yeah here's a museum right but like going so far away you're like this is so different from my life it took me forever to get here it was like expensive mm-hmm. and it's just like it it makes the experience like have that meaning have meaning yeah. yeah so just going to Ireland was just so exhausting mm-hmm. because we thought we were gonna I don't God's name know why we did this <laughs> we thought we would get on an 8 p.m flight to Ireland okay oh so gosh. thinking that we were gonna sleep on yeah. a plane before we start a month long of backpacking that we had been planning for eight months no we did not sleep because it was a three people on top of each other me and Brendan and this man who's who was spilling over into my seat and was having terrible ear pain and I was like, okay, I'm not sleeping. I yeah. Can't. Wait, so was this your flight from the US? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it was at night and yeah. we were going up to Iceland and we like watched oh the sunset. We saw all the stars and we saw the sunrise, like all when we were on a plane. It was amazing. Oh my god. It was great. Yeah, I like I've had many well not many, maybe like five or six like overnight flights that are like you know from one continent to the other and I don't think I've slept on any of them like it's I'm lucky if I like zone out and I look at my music and I'm like oh I don't remember listening to those two songs like that's it yeah like there's no way I like actually get sleep whereas my sister we had an overnight bus and she slept the entire time I was like I hate you I have no energy I can't sleep at all I think I fell asleep on a plane like once for like 30 minutes. Yeah. And that was the extent of it. It's rare. Yes, I slept. I was like, thank God. Right. But it was so uncomfortable. I woke up and I couldn't move my neck. I was like, "Mm -hmm." yeah, it's the worst. (laughs) Yeah, terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, what's on your bucket place of places to go? Bucket place? Bucket, yep. Bucket list of places (laughs) to go. Um,. What did I say? I, well, I really want to go to Italy and Ireland. Like, those are two that were kind of in the midst of, like, where I was that I never got around to, Mm -hmm. that I wanted to go to. 
when I did spring break in Paris with my parents, all my friends that I studied abroad with were doing Italy that week. So I kind of missed out on that, but I would like to go there. I think Greece is like a common one that people say that it's just like beautiful. Like I just want to go. And then also when I first started traveling, like back in like 2016, I really had no interest in like Asia, but now I kind of do. Like Mm -hmm. I would totally go to like South Korea or even like Japan or something or China. I mean, I would like to go. I kind of like seeing like landmarks and stuff. Like obviously I want to you know, experience, like, culture and, like, see all the behind-the-scenes type of stuff, too, but, like, I would love to see the Great Wall. Yeah. And really just anywhere. I think I considered um, teaching abroad, like, in, like, Asia or something, like, a while ago, and I wish I had done it because now I don't know if I'll get around to it, but when I looked up, like, Japan versus China versus South Korea, I was, like, most interested in South Korea, so... Mm. I just think it would be really cool. And that would be like a culture shock. I feel like way more than anywhere in Europe I've been. Yeah. So. I feel like I'd be wary about China because just the amount of people is insane. Yeah. And I would be like, I'm scared. I don't know where to go. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. Yeah. But definitely like Thailand, Hong Kong. Yes. And like those types. Yeah. Like Thailand. um, Yeah. Down at the the southern like asian right i feel like i would really want to go there yeah great yeah thailand is like really hyped up like i've never been there but everyone i feel like that's been there loves it so how can you not want to go it's beautiful i've seen pictures yeah but yeah we've only really been to those european countries i mean we would like to go again but now you know the rona right yeah Mm -hmm. we'll see ruining all the plans i know what the hell but um so that's your back place, mostly Ireland, Italy, and a little bit of Asia. Yeah. Well, also Spain at the moment because I was going to go there mm-hmm. in, like, April or, or May. But that really? does Yeah. Um, April, yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and I booked it super late, too. So, like, when I booked it, like, I already knew about Corona, but I didn't – like, it was small. Like, it yeah. was, like, there's no cases – there's, like, five cases in the U.S. at the point of when I booked it. So I was like, oh, I'll be fine. And I was going to do, like, a workaway experience. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I tried to do that. Yeah, so I really wanted to do that. And I found, like, this family that I, like, still keep in contact with. And they're so sweet. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was going to stay with them, like, mm-hmm. for free as long as I, like, help with, like, child care or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, she she ended up saying, like, have you heard of, like, the coronavirus? Like, how is it affecting you? And, like, here's how it's affecting us and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm not too worried. Like, I'm sure it'll be fine but I did get like travel insurance just in case I have to cancel but I never thought I would actually have to cancel it and now it's like looking back I'm like it would have been so crazy if I went like no one can go anywhere like now it makes so much sense because of how bad it's gotten but yeah so anyways that's also on the list just because I was gonna go there so I'm like itching to go that thing like lined up the Mm -hmm. way how long were you gonna do that I was gonna go for like I wanted to go for like two months, but I ended up booking it for like, I want to say like five or six weeks. So it was like over a month, but oh, wow. yeah. And That's just like awesome. stay in Barcelona. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, when you said work away, I was thinking of something else like getting a job and being able to move to the oh, country. Oh, yeah. But I mean, what were you talking about? So it's like, it's this website called workaway.info. Hmm. You should look at it. It's like so fun to look at. You basically just like type in a country 
and you can specify a city or put in like a keyword and it just comes up with all these hosts that are like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to restore this house or I need help with gardening or childcare, or we just want help speaking English. Like that was one of the things for the family I found too. like, please practice English with my children. Like they're trying to become fluent. And there's just so many different ways you can like quote unquote work and in exchange you get free housing with them. And um, most of the time it's like, they want you like a couple hours a day, like not much at all. So it's wow. like, you still have so much time to go. And like, you've, you know, I think most of the time it's like, you don't work on the weekends so you can travel and it's just really cool. I mean, there's always that risk of like, you know, is this going to be what it looks like? Is this going to be creepy? I mean, I've read horror stories about how people have gotten out of situations that weren't good, but again, that that's going to happen and you yeah, just have to be, yeah, you just have to be prepared with something as a backup. But yeah, mm-hmm. I just think it's such a cool thing to look at. And once we can travel again, I'm definitely doing it. Yeah, you should. I mean, that sounds really fun, especially for like a short amount of time like that. Yeah. Restoring an old house. Yeah. That'd be amazing. There's so much. And like, it's like, come help on my horse farm. Like, come take care of dogs in my like dog shelter like there's so many options like teach yoga like everything like you can type in a keyword of a job you think is fun and take photography for me like everything oh god that would be that could probably sound creepy to take photography (laughs) yeah maybe not of me but like like, help me with (laughs) photography or like help me set up a website like tech savvy people there's literally everything it's so cool that's crazy yeah I'll have to look into that you should. Do they do it in the U.S. too? Uh-huh. You can literally type in, like, Texas, and it's, like, someone's, like, come stay with me in Texas and help with blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. I've looked at the U.S. just to see for fun, but I've never, like, really looked. Oh, I'm, I have to look at that. Yeah, do it. I have to. It's so cool. Um, so when you're going somewhere new, what are five things that you research to make sure, like, you're good, good and set to go? Um... Well, I'll tell you one thing that you should probably always research that I don't think I ever have, which is terrifying, and I'm very lucky, but I've never really, like, like, if I was in a medical emergency in another country, I know I would freak out because I wouldn't feel prepared, so, like, definitely, like, I've known, you know, like, when I was in London, I knew, like, what number to call. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how the insurance and stuff works. Like, if I went to the hospital, I know it would just be, like, this huge ordeal that I wasn't prepared for. And I thought about that in Egypt, too, because one of us was, like, just, like, not, like, super ill or anything, but, like, very faint and just, like, sick to their, like, I don't know, just nauseous and with all the heat, it's like, I didn't know if like this person was going to pass out. And I was like, I don't want to think about having to go to a hospital in Egypt. Like I'm not prepared. And that's just like, so important to know. Yeah. And I I like, yeah, I definitely need to always research that. I think that's super important. And like, yeah. Also just like culture things, like what's appropriate to wear, like, you know, Going to a lot of places in Europe, I could kind of just dress how I dress here, but that's not the case everywhere, so it's important to know. I'm, like, a psycho about looking at weather. Like, I check the weather every single morning, even if I'm just going to pick up coffee. Like, I just always – then again, I didn't dress for the weather today, but, <laughs> but 
but I just always want to know what the weather is so I can pack the right stuff. I think that's kind of like a no brainer, especially if you're going somewhere that's way different from where you live. Like you're going to know if you need a coat or something. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what else, I guess just like, it's important to look up, like, if you don't already know where you're staying, like look up places to stay and have like backup plans. Cause again, like when we went to that hostel and it was like, terrible mm-hmm. it would have been nice if we already had backup ideas but we didn't so just like that's look part of the journey too yeah it definitely is and it's nice to know you can always like find wi-fi for the most part and like yeah. look stuff up mm-hmm. because then yeah you can just be a little more like spontaneous but yeah I don't know in general it's just nice to research as much as you can before I thought we researched a lot before Egypt but like I don't know we kind of didn't well I think we did it's just you can never really prepare for it no some things you just cannot prepare for yeah and that's like the fun of it too Mm -hmm. so all right so um where are you going next as far as like out of the country hopefully Spain just Mm -hmm. because I had that planned and I'm hoping I can do that again but within the U.S. I'm going to Colorado oh you are yeah when um, like over Thanksgiving. Okay, awesome. You yeah. Do Thanksgiving out there? Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. That's awesome. Yeah, I want to go out there too. I've been there once for like two weeks, but I was like in eighth grade. That's cool. Yeah, I've never been there, and I've never really been anywhere over there. Like mm-hmm. after you pass like Tennessee and Kentucky, like I've never been anywhere west of that except for Washington and California. Like all those midwestern states and like mountain states, I haven't been to any of them. I would love. To, I want to go out there. I think that's where I want to go out next. Yeah. Like a little travel over there. Yeah. So I don't know so much. We got to see how the world is, mm-hmm. but I don't think like a Europe trip is anytime soon. Yeah, so I know. I think the U.S. is really my only option. Right. I keep thinking, like, oh, next summer if I have some weeks off, like, I'll go to Europe. But I don't even think, like, we might be able to, but it's not going to be, like... Uh, so many things would be closed. Yeah, and it's also just not, like, smart. I don't know. Everyone, like, views that differently. But, like, if things are closed and it's not going to be the same, that probably means it's not smart to go because yeah. there's a reason things are closed. And I, well, a whole backpacking thing, I don't think I'll do for uh, years to come because mm-hmm. can you imagine if you're out there and things escalated so quickly with the coronavirus, like so quickly, yeah, like, so quickly, and they're on a different schedule than we are and you having to get a flight back and being stuck, right? And not having the finances <clears throat> and not getting a job. Like, can you imagine being stuck in a hostel for what, what's now, eight months? Yeah, and no. And you can't come home? No. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's terrible. And that's just, like, scary because you don't know when it's going to change. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like you're waiting for, like, a certain day to come. It's like you don't know. Yeah. You don't know at all. But, all right, so I learned a lot about your travel. Is there anything else that you, like, wrote down that you want to share? Um... Uh, I don't know. I I feel like I shared a lot. I mean, it's definitely like, I think the takeaway is like, I feel like I've been to a decent amount of places, but I just never want to stop. Never want to stop. I really want to go to like all 50 states also. And 
I feel like I've done so many, but I think I'm at like 23 or something, which what? is still awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking like you're at 43. I was like, you have no, seven no. states to no, go. No, no, no. I have, I, a lot. I have a lot left, but like I've done some of like the big ones. Like I already did Alaska. So like, oh, really? you know, once you do Alaska and Hawaii, like just do everything. Right? That's amazing. Brent and I were just talking about that the other week. We're like, we want to go on one of those um, like cruise uh cruises like alaskan cruise yeah we did that oh was it fun yeah we did that in like 2013 and it was like my dad's number one bucket list thing so it was like a big family trip and we did like a five day like land tour first and then we were on the cruise for like a week so we went to a bunch of places that's awesome Uh, yeah i would love to experience alaska like in the winter honestly that sounds like misery but like i just want to experience it you want to see how cold and dark and dark yeah i would i would like it honestly maybe not like forever but for like one year i would do it a whole winter is that what you're saying yeah Oh, girl, you're bold. I don't know. I, like, can't stand the cold, but I also can't stand, like, the severe hot. Yeah, I'd rather be in, like, I mean, I love having all four seasons. That's, like, my favorite. But I would prefer cold over, like, constant heat. I think I would prefer constant heat over cold. Because really? when I get cold, I, like, shiver and it hurts my whole body. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, That's very true. Alas, have you been to Hawaii? No. My sisters went last year, but I didn't go. Because I, I, like, had other plans, and I was like, are you kidding me? You're going to Hawaii when I'm busy? But, <laughs> yeah, I'd be pissed, too, honestly. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for coming and talking to me about travel. It was so fun. Thanks for having me. And <laughs> when you do your next ones, we'll have to come and talk about them. Yeah. When you travel next. I'm down. When you do your work away. Yeah, oh, my gosh, I would love to. That would be so fun. Yeah. When you do work away, you have to come and tell us the whole experience. And, like, write down your stories and journal and yeah. all that stuff. There's so. so much. I feel like we could have had a whole thing just about hostels. Like, there's just so much to, like, share. I love it. Hostels are an experience, but they're great at the same time. I love it. Really all right. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in this week um, and giving it a listen about travel um, it was really fun. I love sitting down with Sarah. She's such a genuine person and really down to earth and just able to have the most amazing conversations with her. She's a great person. Um, but anyways, thank you, Sarah, for being on. Thank you for everyone for listening. Um, episodes out every Monday. And just real quick, as a reminder, um, you can follow the Phased Podcast on Instagram at Phased Podcast. Um, you can get a free Audible book with my dis- in the description below is the affiliate link. You just click on it, start your free trial, and you get a free audiobook. Um, it doesn't even have to be an audiobook. You can get free trials to magazines, health books, um, podcasts, so much more stuff is on Audible than you really think. So you can go ahead and click the link in the description below. Also, there's another link in the description below to um an affiliate link for Robinhood, which is a free platform for stock trading um, investments type of things. Um, If you use my code to sign up, you'll get a free stock up to $100. And I'll get a free stock too. So it's a win-win. But yeah, thanks again, everyone. And we'll talk to you next Monday.